Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamoah. Reverend Prosper Asamoah is the senior pastor of Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. This morning, I want to talk about diligence. As I was preparing for diligence, it came to my mind that then the following week I should talk on faithfulness. So, throughout the week, I was thinking about faithfulness, how we can be faithful. And as I was meditating on it and praying about it, I realized that our faithfulness cannot, it's not enough, it's inadequate. So I was still talking about faithfulness, I'll come at it from a different angle. Father, help us, Lord, even as we study on faithfulness. At the end of the day, Lord, we shall find ourselves in a place that your faithfulness will carry us. We shall get to know that we can depend on you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If we talk about faithfulness, what are we talking about? Faithfulness is an unswerving adherence to a thing or to a person or to an oath or to a promise. Let's, let me break it down. It means that you adhere or you stick or you are focused and you believe in a person or a thing or an oath Oath is a covenant or a promise that you don't swerve. You are focused, your, your heart and your mind is fixed on that thing. So if you are fixed in adhering yourself to a person, then it means you are, you are faithful. If to an oath or a covenant or a promise, it means that you are faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Another definition or an additional definition is that it's a firm resistance to a temptation to desert or betray. If you are faithful to somebody or faithful, faithful to something, it means that no matter what temptation that will come your way to desert the person, or leave the person, or to betray the person, you resist that temptation with everything. That's its faithfulness. Faithfulness. 
So if you are faithful to somebody, you don't betray the person. If you are faithful to somebody, you don't desert the person. Faithfulness. Also, it is a steady and unwavering course or conviction in the love, conviction and allegiance to somebody. It means that you have love for the person, you have allegiance to the person, and you don't waver. You don't hear him. him, why do you need to be? Who are you? And The moment you are wavering, then you are not faithful. If your love is wavering, or your allegiance is wavering, today you are with this person, the next day you have the other person, and those people are not in agreement to each other, then it means that you are not faithful. It is steadfast allegiance. You are, you know, allegiance. It means that you 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 are you are supporting, like I support Arsenal's. Even when we were last last season in, the, I still supported Arsenal's. Some people don't have allegiance. I support the work of God. I, 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 I have allegiance to God. It is unwavering. I have allegiance to some things, some, some values. It is unwavering. Nothing can take it out of me. That I'll be polite and I'll be nice and be helpful. It is, I'm unwavering. But you can be, so if you are unwavering in your allegiance, it is called loyalty and it is faithfulness. So, Faithfulness ends up in loyalty. Sir Eta Adibiachu, Nasa Mobesibiara, Soyan Kugu, Soyan Kunimzi, Mobaba Quimbiano, it the one tat the Mazinetia, not yet a Yanukazifo, Zema, the Mazakono. If you are a fair weather follower, then it means that you are not faithful. No beer or chende, Rimi, and Sana Wata, Adibiachu, no, no, you are to me a cafe on there, on Zinuka, if you place to make direction. That you are not a faithful person. It means that the day the supply ceases, you change. Loyalty. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see that as human beings, very often we fall short. When it comes to faithfulness, who for short, who do well, but along the line, sometimes uh, one of these definitions will not be complete in our lives. But for God, faithfulness is His nature. He doesn't change. He is faithful. If he says it, he will do it. And so our relationship with him 
should not depend on our faithfulness to him. Even though we do our best to be faithful, but it should be dependent on his faithfulness to us. Hallelujah. Because that one never changes. That one is pure. So he is faithful. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He, he, he is unwavering in his love for us. And his conviction, he's, he's, he, has, he owes allegiance to us. It is not wavering. He resists every temptation to, to, to desert us or betray us. Hallelujah. So that is God. He never changes. He is faithful. It is it is his nature. Onu tino ye ye nyimpei na ye nyira azire nante wi. Mama ma on bande nanto ye nyene nam no obedan ihen ye nukwaizo sande ihen ayaye to sin. Nemom onu razi na onu ni nukwaizi no onto sinida na no doso onpada nanti no oda nanto ye nyene nanto no ye dan onu ni nukwaizi ho na ye nshane sosude onu razi ye nyamibia ati biana obotum na waso na she ana wechinchu na kwem. Hallelujah. Amen. The world is changing. Everything, people change. Circumstances, circumstances change. The economy has changed. We need to put our trust in something. So we need faithfulness so that we know that when we are connected to this one, we are secure and we are safe. Our faithfulness is required, but we cannot depend on our faithfulness. We fall short every time, but, our faithful, but God's faithfulness is there always. I just saw a picture. It's like God is an older person, strong, energetic. And then we are like little children walking with him. When we are walking and the little child is holding the hand of the adult, what happens? He can leave it at any time and go astray and a car may knock him or something happen. But if the adult is rather holding the hand of the little child, it is secure. It is safe. Hallelujah. Amen. That is God's faithfulness. When we depend on our faithfulness to holding him, we may leave it sometimes. Sometimes we break the bond. But if he is holding us, he is faithful and just at all times. Amen. Amen. Nemum Irata Daba no Yano Kwafonizi, no do no do on soda, into the yenya reshim wonumu. So penny can or can de orum for yinibi, nam for yino runini, I de penyinibi, or ye abotwa baby one nam, na abotwa ban mum on wesso penyini sim. O sanda onuni jezin o hi him intino, or botumu abando beja penyini sim, na wa kwana bebi, maybe a hen bi po abon. Nemum se penyini notzi abotwa beni semiza, na penyini so ayan no kwafuizi. Hallelujah. Amen. In the changing sense of life, in all the difficulties and the pain, in all the faithful, in all the, the troubles that we go through financially, physically, emotionally, health wise, relationships, and everything, 
what we can depend on is the faithfulness of God. That he is faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 2. Verse 11 to 13. He says, here is a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, this is the verse I want to use. If we are faithless, faithless, he remains faithful. Our faith may go down, but God will remain faithful because he cannot disown himself. Hallelujah. Amen. Why can't he disown himself? Because we are in his image. We are his children. So he cannot disown. If he disowns us, he has disowned himself. So he's forever faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Knowing God. That's what I want you to know about God. Because it will take you far. That he's faithful. Even when we are faithless. Because sometimes we are faithless. It happens to me. It happens to you. But he is always faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a faithful God. I want you to live here today with that confidence. That even though you may be faithless. And sometimes you may be unfaithful to him. He is still faithful. Numbers 23, 19. Says God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? It means God is faithful. If he says it, he will do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans 11.29 says, For God's gift and his call are irrevocable. King James says, The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. God is so faithful that if he gives you a gift, he doesn't take it back. That if he gives, he calls you, he doesn't change his mind. To so that's how faithful he is. I'm just giving you a few scriptures where you understand how faithful he is. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't uh, disown us. He loves us. Once you are here, you are born again. You've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are a child of God, and God will be faithful to you at all times. Amen. 
Mepede ifiha, bea inya dama reshe musemi de, erati ya nukwafo, ma duma chanzibi oza mwono ori njine chiri, wafra usa ori njine chiri da, nenti nunya dama reshe musemi. The economy is hard. The world economy. And especially the Ghana economy. It is so bad that we've got a record of the worst currency in the world. Even African countries, our city is depreciating against their, their currencies. It's not against the dollar only. Even local currencies. My daughter is in Gambia. She tells me now what she could buy with uh, 100 cities. Now she needs maybe 300 cities to buy in Gambia. If she converts to their currency. It's so bad. But in all this, I don't want us to rely on the government. They, they cannot be faithful. We can't depend on them. They, we can't depend on them. They are unfaithful. They've told us lies. We thought the other people were not good, so we moved this way. This way too is not good. We don't know where to go. We don't want to go here. We don't like where we are. To. We don't know what to do. They are unfaithful. Very unfaithful. And they won't tell you anything. They are just there. But God is faithful. In these times, who we can depend on is God. Hallelujah. Don't bring the baggage of your... Many of us cannot depend on God because we bring the baggage of our previous relationships to our relationship with God. People have failed us. People have disappointed us. People have betrayed us. People have deserted us. People have put us in bad places. People have done things to us. So now we are careful with our relationship with people. And before we realize, we are treating God the same way. Because we think that he should have done this, he didn't do it. No, he is faithful. So don't bring the baggage of your experiences into a relationship with God. Because God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. Because God does not bring his experience with human beings into the relationship he has with you. You say because of Adam, because of Achan, because of those other bad guys. Uh, in the Bible who have passed because of what they did so now he has condemned every man. No. He doesn't bring those experiences to his dealing with you. He's faithful. He's faithful. He'll always be faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
se huna wenye finu muno nyolo babisan debida oya no kwa funti no on father mazina on father chan or walk him. I want you to know God. Me pende inwe rati. Because if you don't know God, our hard work, our diligence, and everything will come to naught. If you don't know God, we'll be frustrated. If you don't know God, we'll be depending sometimes on man and be depending on our faithfulness. And, and the moment we feel, we know that we have failed God, then we think that we have lost Him. No, He's always faithful. So our unfaithfulness sometimes, our fall, our sin, does not take away his faithfulness. It's not, a, it's not a license to sin, but it is an assurance that he's always there for us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God has an interesting way of uh, portraying some things. He, he may do something or say something or ask you to do something as a type, as a symbol of what he wants to teach us. There was a, a prophet called Hosea. And Hosea was asked to go and marry a prostitute. And Let's read Hosea chapter 1, verse 2. Hosea chapter 1, verse 2. He says, when the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, go, marry a promiscuous woman. In fact, uh, uh, a harlot. Some verses say harlot. And have children with her. For like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. The Israelites were unfaithful to God. And for God wanted them to see his faithfulness to them. So he, he wanted Hosea to behave like, like him. And so he said, go marry a prostitute. So Hosea went to marry a prostitute by name Goma. And you know the meaning of Goma? Goma means complete. Complete. It's complete. In the eyes of God, you are complete. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter where you are. You are complete. He doesn't see your sin as your sin. You are complete. So Goma got married to Hosea. And Bibi Abbasiriko, Israamba, wato sin we razi enim. Nanerazipedo you see, so he married Goma. They had children. Then Goma left again. She was unfaithful. If by now you have gone to do DNA or something. But she was unfaithful. She left again to go and live for another man. 
And what happened? Chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. It says, The Lord said to me, Go, show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they tend to other gods and, and love the secret raisin cakes. So they tend to other gods. They go and do their festivals and things. The Israelites. But God is trying to show the Israelites how he loves them by asking, how do you call him, Hosea, to go back for his adulterous wife. And you know what? It wasn't free. Even though they, 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 she was his wife, she had to go and pay. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and I bought a homer and a lethek of barley. So he has to use silver and, and some uh, grains to go and buy her back. That shows the faithfulness of God. He was just trying to show the Israelites how faithful he is. Even though they go astray, even though they are unfaithful, even though they are adulterous, even though they do all the things, God says that the way he loves the Israelites, the way that he asks Hosea to, to go for his wife, that is how he loves us. Hallelujah. Are, are you getting the picture? Onuntino Hosea onye obagoma wonyamba no no echi na obagome ofa nuku nechi no sane kodom benyin fofor na chose american de ewase ka chere ne komsenyi de sanko ka chere do pama wuyi ni bio o mfa wo poda wasan so akodo benyin fofor na mum chere da modonezi mezuamba wo hu odo a ono ewase owo mahon kan se wekezi nyame fofor bi echi na wakezi dam enyame no so onezi ba nimpa no umu komse ni hozaya, fasikadu du de, onya akaze dem, fakoko towu ye ni fi, benyin fofonu ni sem. Mame ye, na wafe me chisa, minsa munko chianu diska, na minsa sume fanji ni biom, ori chile raze no doa, awo ma isramba. Hallelujah. Amen. God is faithful. Erati ya no kwarfo. God loves us. Erati dohen. It doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what mistakes you've made in the past. Don't consider yourself unworthy. You don't deserve it. But that's that's the definition of mercy. You don't deserve it, but God gives it to you. It's the definition of grace. So God loves us. Stop beating yourself every day. If I hadn't done this, if I had done this, it is all this is because of no. Let's depend on the faithfulness of God. Don't go doing the wrong things again, but don't let the wrong things you've done in the past become a hindrance between you and God. Depend on God because He is faithful. I want us to look at some ways, some, some attributes of God's faithfulness, some ways of how He shows His faithfulness. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody being blessed today? Yes, sir. It's very important that we know He's faithful. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is our faithfulness, O Lord. Great is our faithfulness.
Amen. Maybe you can sing the full verse. The, the, the first. Last love of, of the Lord, Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Shows his faithfulness is through his word. Through his word. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by what his powerful word. So God sustains everything by his powerful word. You see, he said, let there be light. And there was light. We believe that in the Bible. And the same word says that by his stripes you were healed. Will you believe that one too? You've got to believe. When you wake up in the morning, and you see the sun rise. Where does it rise from? West. East. It rises from the east and sets in the west. It is sure he has he he everything is done. He is uh, sustained all these things by his word. And it is constant. It doesn't change. In the same way, he says, I will supply all your need according to my riches. He says, I will not leave you or forsake you. He says, my, my mercy endures forever. So his word, the same word that makes the sun rise and fall consistently. That makes day and night come consistently. That same word that created what that same word is speaking that in these difficult times, he's with us. He will supply. He will take care of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So the word of God is sure. So what he has said in his word is sure. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 to 18. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself. Saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. You see, people swear by someone greater than themselves. And the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. So people swear by, by the, 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 every time people are talking, they want to swear by something. They want something greater to swear. But God, but because God wanted to make an unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we have, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. So God, his word, he swore by himself because there's nothing greater than him. So he swore by his word on the promise. So that is how powerful God's word is. How he has put his reputation on his word. So if God is God, the God that we believe that created heaven and earth, his word is sure. It's sure. And he has put his reputation on the line because he swore by himself. One, God will not die. Two, God will not lie. And so if he swears by himself, there are two immutable things, two things that cannot change. That's how he swore. That's, that, that is the basis of his word, the strength of his word. Hallelujah. Senyin papa kantam anasudo obezin siwa or you to be a osuchin ono na was the mazin on umbra kantam nanso eradi shishe shishe no when yet to be biara osuchin ono into the nara no hono the kantam anasudo odidin so na josem rekasude in tama benu no ye injina dwa eradi odi kantam onu tinusroma ma inyena yabe jadizifui ya wadama reshem ni zedi eradi wa kebiano obebim onye benzi benu Ekunide Rati on Zatroda, near Kosuni de Erati or Rumu, into the Mentama Benu, or my Hena Reshem today, Erasina Semno or Nokar, Osipinti Zawa Kebiano, or Benam Nuko no Kazido, now I So we can depend on his word. It's about to me at Dani Razina Sem. He is faithful. Or Nokarfo to what he has said he would do. Zawa Kebian, obey. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one is the faithfulness of the cross. No Kwaita or War Ascend Dianodo. Romans 8.32. You see, Jesus is the most valuable, the most, the greatest thing that God has. But he gave him to us. He who did not spare his own son, Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. Or, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things. 
not in the money in Peninano, or bed and bear, non canam, onion in the banodo, on far as in Yam Famahenwadumu. Jesus was whipped, he was, he, he, he was spat upon, he was molested, he, he died on the cross. God allowed it to happen so that we shall be saved. And everything in this world was created by him through Jesus was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was made without him. And so if he has, God has given Jesus for us, what, what is left? The number one, the most precious has been given to us. Why would the second, third or fourth or fifth precious thing not be given to us? Say so he'll give it to us along with him because in him are all things, our healing, our prosperity, our, our, everything that we need is in him. So he is faithful because of the cross. You know that when God says he'll do something or he'll give you something or he'll take care of you, he will do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give us understanding to give us insight that we will know him and know his faithfulness. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes it's difficult to find words to really express what I want to express, but I want you to know that I've worked with him and he has always been faithful. If he has said it, he will do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation 13, it says, All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. The Lamb who was slain from the from the creation of the whole world. So Jesus was Jesus was not an afterthought. It was, a, it was a plan in the mind of God that Jesus will be slain for us. So Jesus dying on the cross is not an afterthought. It is a plan. And so once you accept him that he was slain for us, you are, your name will be written in the book of life. And then you will live with God forever. Hallelujah. In Sambia, she see an Anzamebia and Kodo and a Radze or Bamajisa Sebuamahena, or Yatibia no Wajin, who and Sana was in Fitia Simpo or Baba, those Jesus Bama, Moa Bejada Samanqua, in Tisawaha, Nanyan Quadje, Afa Christ, the Wokran and Ajim Quadza, no, no, say, watch your woods in war, or Guamba no Humanum. So you are talking about Jesus. In America, so for Jesus, but the faithfulness of God is manifested in the life. And death of Jesus Christ. Osan de Eradino Nukaitino, what than is you are Jesus Christ? Ne bra or boy, or you knew what we were as I see the I'm going to teach you something about covenant briefly. 
Because let's talk about the faithfulness of God of the new covenant. The faithfulness, his faithfulness in the new covenant. And you see that the new covenant is not ordinary. That's why we must read the old covenant and read the new covenant. Because the old covenant is a type. It's a shadow. There are things in there that tries to explain what God is about to do. And so we are going to look at his faithfulness in the New Testament or in the New Covenant. Don't, don't be asking yourself, how would this help you survive? What I'm teaching you will help you survive. Do you know how? It will help you survive by knowing that you have a God who is there for you, who is faithful, who is looking over you, and you can rely on, you can go to him and depend on him. He's a dependable God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis chapter 15, verse 8 to 10. But Abraham, God had promised Abraham so many things. He would give him descendants and blah, blah, blah. And Abraham asked God. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? All the things that you are saying. The lands and the children and everything. So the last said to Abraham, bring me a haifa, a goat, and a ram each three years old, along with a dove and a pigeon. Abraham brought this, all this to him, cut them into two halves, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The bears, however, he did not cut into half. Let me explain to you. In those days, when they want to do a covenant, covenant is here, now we call it contract, but covenant is more than a contract contract you write and sign and things like that, and yet we go against it. But covenant, this is how covenant is done. The two parties who bring animals, like it was mentioned, God told Abraham to do that. And they will cut the animal into two. If it is a goat, they will cut it into two and put half of the goat here and the other half here. And then all the animals he mentioned, what did he say? Uh, a goat, a ram. A ram is a sheep. Eh? Sheep, okay. Male sheep or something. And then a haifa. Which one is haifa? It'll be someone. <laughs> and then he will cut the animals. And then put one half here, put half here. So they sit opposite each other. And then they brought some birds too. That one they didn't cut. They put them across. And when a covenant is being enacted, like you stand here, and you and I are going to make a covenant. The animals are here with their blood and everything. And so we walk through the, the blood and then we come. Then when we meet, we shake hands. It means that if I go against the covenant, or it means if, if any of us go against the covenant, we will become like the animals, destroyed, dead, divided into two. So that is covenant. And that is the business. So he said, no covenant is enacted without blood. Have you heard that before? Yes. So covenant is something that was there before Jesus died. And it's a principle. 
So they shake hands and then the covenant is made. It means that we will adhere to whatever we want to do. We are, we are one, we we'll defend each other, we will do this, or I'll do this for you, do that for me. That's whatever it is, business or uh, protection or whatever. You, you get my point. Fine, let's continue. So God asks Abraham to get those things ready. So it looks like if it's a covenant, then the two of them must go through it. If you read on, so Abraham brought this and cut them into and arranged them opposite halves each other, and then the best Arabah did not break them. So what happened was that the Bible says some bears were coming to eat the animals, and he was Abraham was sucking them. Then verse 12 says, as the sun was setting, Abraham fell into a deep sleep. The things were there, he was waiting. He fell into a deep sleep. That's what he was told to do. He, was, he, was, he fell into a deep sleep. And a thick and a dreadful darkness came over him. So Abraham slept. And the animals that he had divided were there. Verse 17 to 18. It says, when the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking fire pot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. When Abraham was asleep, there was a pot of fire smoking. It passed through where they should have walked. It passed between the pieces. Verse 18. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. Hallelujah. That Abraham was sleeping. The two of them, God and Abraham, has walked through to have a covenant. But Abraham slept. And God alone came in the form of fire and walked through the, the animals. Abraham didn't walk through. So the covenant that was made was dependent on what God. It was dependent on Abraham. That's the covenant of God with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the same way, Jesus Christ, his death is dependent on him, not on our goodness. He's dependent on his mercy and his love. Hallelujah. So that's the faithfulness of God. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 20 to 22 says, And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath. There were some priests that passed without oath. But Jesus Christ was with an oath. But he became a priest with an oath. When God said to him, the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of what a better covenant. That is a promise. That is the covenant in, under which we are. Jesus alone, he, he, he had a covenant with us. And that covenant does not depend on what we do or what we don't do. It depends on what he did. So all you have to do is to believe what he says he, he has said. Believe in what he is doing. Believe in uh, his promises. Believe that he came to die for us. And because of him, we are forgiven. Because of him, we are healed. Because of him, he will provide for us. Because of him, we are assured that after this life, we have a better life. 
Hallelujah. So the covenant that we have with Jesus Christ is dependent on him. That's why you shouldn't depend on yourself, but depend on his love. Depend on his covenant. And as you depend on his covenant, you will be rest assured. You, you, you can be bold. It says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. The throne is a throne of grace. It's not a throne of equality between man and God. It is his grace, his love, that things that we don't deserve, we can even go to him. His faithfulness is sure. His faithfulness will be there forever. His faithfulness does not waver. His faithfulness means that he will not desert us because God sees us as his own, as his children. So he can't desert us. He cannot betray us. God's faithfulness will take you far. Depend on God in these difficult times, these difficult financial times. Depend on God in every circumstance because his faithfulness, that's why we must worship him. That's why we must be in his presence. That's why we must want to hear from him. That's why we want to, we want to work for him. We want to do all those things. Not that we should gain his love, but because of his love, we do all those things. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.